She wouldn't rag on him, though. He knew. Morris didn't say anything for a while, just kept staring out over the sleeky brushed backs of the team. Jensi had time to ponder over whether there was anybody in the world, France or the U.S. of A., who knew how to brew up cedar scent and package the aroma in a bottle before he spoke again. Sure we will, Jensi girl. We get this herd of horses, drove over to the fort, and we'll be more than fine. First thing I do with that money is stuff what I owe Mr. William Blau right up in his shirt pocket. The second is buy you a pretty new dress. Yellow, I think. Or maybe green. Jincy, who longed for a brand new store-bought dress in the worst way, smoothed the dark blue serge skirt she wore over her knees and secretly wished she could have a red dress. Or pink. Pink would be prime, too. But with hair practically identical in color to that of the team of horses Pap was driving right now, she'd probably look a freak. I'd like a new dress, she allowed, and a book. Do you think there might be enough money to buy a book? A brand new one nobody else has read? But the dress came first. She had cut down the last decent article of clothing to be found in her mother's trunk, the serge skirt, and made it over to fit herself. Still, she admitted, she was getting mighty tired of making do with her dead mother's clothes. We'll see, said Morris, with a red-faced, shifty-eyed look that told Jincy plain as day he had plans of his own for part of the money. She had a pretty good guess what those plans were, too. Not that she'd ever in this world admit to Pap she knew about such things. Getting her father to think about the forthcoming payday took his mind off their present circumstances. He was sitting up straight and proud on the wagon's hard plank seat by the time they rolled down Main Street. Eagerly, Jensie looked around. She hadn't been into town since Christmas, and, to her bewildered eyes, the streets seemed filled to overflowing with noisy people all rushing hither and yon. The place had grown so much in only five months she scarcely recognized it. Dogs raced about, barking and getting underfoot. From the sawmill across the Northern Pacific Railroad tracks, edged steel screamed as it cut through huge old-growth logs. She counted three new saloons, a restaurant, and another blacksmith shop, all built since she'd been here last. Horses stood nose to nose at the rails in front of the saloons, both blacksmith shops had a pall of dark smoke pouring out the open doors, what with forges going full blast while wagon wheels were repaired, plowshares sharpened and horses waiting to be shod lined up in a queue. Mostly draft horses, Jincy noticed. Ranchers, as a rule, had their own men to take care of the horses' feet. Good gracious, Pap, where have all these people come from? Jincy's head felt like to twist right off. She was kept so busy trying to gawk at both sides of the street at once. Ahead of them, she saw Mr. Bradbury's store, her destination. But the building looked different than it had five months ago. More prosperous, with barrels and kegs and boxes piled on the boardwalk out front. The name of the store stood out in black letters, freshly painted on the new false front. Lots of folks are coming from back east, or the south, or middle states. The railroad brought them. 
They've come for gold and timber and for land. The place is growing, girl, and that's no lie. Morris Tate sounded pleased, but Jincy wasn't so certain all these people met with her approval. She saw several women wearing bright, fancy dresses, too colorful to appear respectable. Her father hardly took his eyes off them. Over in front of one of the new saloons, two men were trying to beat the daylights out of each other, and most of the onlookers were so drunk they had to prop up one another. And look at the same time. And look at the time. No more than ten o'clock in the morning. No, Jincy couldn't say as she approved, but the scene purely was exciting. It became even more exciting when the pack of stray dogs roaming the street spotted her dog, Burlap, sitting up on the seat. They gave both tongue and chase.